I was toting my pack along the dusty Winnemucca Road When along came a semi with a high-end canvas-covered load If you're going to Winnemucca Mac with me, you can ride And so I climbed into the cab and then I settled down inside He asked me if I'd seen a road with so much dust and sand And I said, listen, I've traveled every road in this here land I've been everywhere, man, I've been everywhere, man Across the deserts, bear, man, I breathe the mountain air, man I travel, I've had my share, man, I've been everywhere Geocache Talk podcast is sponsored by FTF Magazine. FTF Magazine can be found at ftfgeocacher.com and by IB Geocaching Supplies. The best site for geocoins, cache containers, and much more can be found at ibgeocaching.com and by Cashly. Cashly is the foremost geocaching app and can be found at cashly.com and by AMS Travel Sales. AMS Travel Sales is proud to offer hosted geocaching tours and cruises. Join us as we hunt for geocaches on our travel adventures. And by JP's Geodesigns. JP's Geodesigns is one of the world's leading designers of geocoins. Contact them and get your next awesome geocoin design done. Check out their store and their website at jpsgeodesigns.com. Please make sure and let these fine sponsors know that you appreciate their support of the show. Well, hey, everyone. Time for Geocache Talk. Whether you're at work, in the car, wherever you are, we hope you enjoy the show. Please give it a like and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, TuneIn Radio. I don't know. There's a ton of them out there. Uh, so you can get all the weekly Geocache Talk goodness. Big thanks to the Travel Bugs for the music and our featured patrons, Sir Drumalot. And Sir Drummelot will be on next week during Podcast of Hope. Janice, Tricassius, Tom Frey, and Rugels. And then our new patrons, Scrabblehounds, Jinxer05, Float Your Goat, <laughs> Just Just Be, Just Be, and and the Geocaching Jeeper. Oh gosh, another Jeep guy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> We're attracting cool people. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) That's awesome. A geocaching jeeper. I love it. I'm, I'm, I'm just kidding. Wes. Hey, he gets props, right? He he went out there and he was, we'll get that update in a minute, but yeah, he was one of the, one of the few we'll talk about. That's right. Uh, If you'd like to become a patron, head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details. Patrons get the new blackout coins and we are down Jesse to seven, and that is it. And we are out. Seven. 
Seven. All right, we'll cut it off there. That's enough for me to keep. I'll take those. <laughs> you take those. <laughs> I like those coins. We are done. No, no, we're gonna. No, we've we've and I've. This is not one of the seven. I gotta keep at least one. I mean, come on. Oh uh, yeah. I'm not and, getting rid of mine. <laughs> and other geocaching items during the year, as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as three dollars a month. Let me welcome my co-host Jesse. Good evening. And let's jump right into show 126 for November 25th as we welcome back to the show Nathan Lewis, a.k.a. Super Nate. Hey, everybody. And that's right. And Charles Watkins, a.k.a. Pathfinder 33. Welcome to Geocache Talk. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. This is going to be an awesome night. This is going to be fascinating. Uh, I tell you. Jesse, we've got two of the most on-fire county finders that are out there. I mean... I know, and they both make me look bad because <laughs> Nate's in Tennessee, my one home state, and then my other, and <laughs> we have Tennessee and Colorado covered, Colorado. and they beat the crap out of me in both of them. So <laughs> <laughs> I can't be like, though. well, at least I've got this state because I do not. <laughs> so, yeah. Well, I have we'll no be, excuse on either one of them. We'll be... Um, We'll be inspired. I think that's the biggest thing tonight for people who, no matter where you are in the world, um, I think tonight will be inspiring because um, for the most part, I mean, correct me if you're in a, if you're in a count, you're in a country that doesn't split up in some way, but if you're in Canada, you can find all the provinces. If you're in Germany, there are, they, they actually have States in Germany. I think there's seven. Um, anyway, um, there's different ways that the, the, the countries of our world are sort of split up. And so um, for us in the, in the U.S., each state is split up into either counties or parishes. And so um, or boroughs or boroughs. Or, or boroughs, boroughs. Yes. Thank Alaska, you very much. Alaska's boroughs. And probably. Yeah. New York's not. And Louisiana's parishes, right? Yeah. Yes, parishes. Right. Yep. And um, Texas is just like blocks because there's so <laughs> many of them. There's some tiny ones though. Rockwall right. County is the tiniest little county. The little tiny county. So anyway, uh all right, let's get some news first and then we'll get into the county challenge talk. So, uh GT stash update. Uh we do have 3 of the 6 have been found. Um the ones that are still out there are South Carolina, California and Arizona. And I sure I was sure South Carolina was going to be one of the first found. I know. I thought so too. And they've been they've been searching for South Carolina a little bit. But Yeah, well, I guess not, we'll see. Not found, but I, we still do have prizes. Um the big prize I I mailed it off um the the big treasure chest was mailed off um Saturday and that sucker weighed over 4 pounds of coins and books and all that all the goodies that were inside of there four pounds 11 ounces that was a bouncing baby treasure cache um stash so uh, but we still have prizes so if you find mm-hmm. the south carolina one or if you find california or arizona we'll we'll, we'll send you uh, a cool coin uh from our friends at cashly and um cool coin and you should also you get a little tag uh, that goes with that. So, um, 
go out and get that because it's you know one of the few um you're going to be part of the original group now we'll probably do this again in some form or fashion um but you know you kind of want to be one of the first you know first of the group so anyway all right um so I got a note from Scrabblehound sent me a note about this Joy Noel mission. And I've got to kind of condense the info a little bit because we, we don't want to spend all night on this. But I think it's a cool uh, concept. So what they do is they do a GeoCoin Christmas exchange. Um and what they do is you go out to the website, um, you go to, if you go to gc.com, the geocaching.com website, under the discussion forums, under the topic geocoins, you will find a subject line there called Joy Noel. And Joy, J-O-Y-E-U-X, Noel, mission. And uh, you put in how many coins you're willing to send to some send out and how many in that and if you i guess if you do three you probably get three back and what they'll do is um they will then give you a list of the three people that you get to send your unactivated coins uh uh to and um you know add if you want to add in some some different goodies as part of your christmas gift and they will then uh uh turn around and send you back uh, and you'll get a, 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 a kind of cool sort of like a, That's it's kind like, of a neat thing. Yeah. It's kind of like a, tr- like the, like a, like a, um, you know, like a path tag exchange at a, at a big event where you're trading with people or things like that. So this is kind of cool. Uh, a little trade. Mm-hmm. Um, there was a note, by the way, if you want to hear, want to read more about it in FTF magazine this past month on page 10, entitled mission possible so go check that out and uh again your deadline though is tonight november 25th so get out and all you need to do is send the info you don't have to do anything else tonight but you do need to get on the list so there you go um let's see what what's our next note i'll hit that one before we hit yeah big one go for it so uh, since you brought up that one, I was going to say the uh, there's a neat event that happens in my area every year, and uh, or not every year, but it's one of the holiday events. Right. I thought I'd bring it up just because it's a good idea if you want to get out there and do an event. So a guy in our area does this event where uh, it's kind of like a gift, ex- a geocaching gift exchange. So right. you get a geocaching gift that you're going to exchange for somebody else, right? But the twist to it is you go and hide it and then write the coordinates down to where you hit it all within like a, I think it's five miles where the event is. Right. And uh, then you put that inside a bison tube and the bison tube, you bring it with you to the event and everybody hangs those bison tubes up on a tree. And at the end of the event, everybody that submitted one goes and gets one and they go and get, they go and find their gift, you know, so it's a little geocaching element to it, but that little neat twist on it makes it a pretty neat Mm -hmm. holiday event for anybody that's looking for an idea out there. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, you could do that any yeah anywhere you could in your little group whatever size. Because it's one have. for one, right? As long as you contribute one, yeah, then you take one. So that's pretty easy to manage. I mean, people are are doing that, but it it adds a little little more fun to it. So there's definitely an advantage to showing up at the event and bringing one and participating. So I thought uh, it was a pretty neat idea. Yeah, that is a cool idea. 
Um, and then uh, last little note for news. It's 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 it is upon us already, Jesse. It is mm-hmm. shown up already, and we are one week away from the third annual podcast of hope on twelve two, where we raise money for St. Jude Children's Hospital. Uh, it is an eight hour podcast next Sunday. Hope you're ready. <laughs> Four p.m. to midnight. Um, oh my gosh! I know. It it goes so quick. You remember last year? It goes so quick. I know that the time right after that when I have to get up in the morning goes so quick. <laughs> yeah, it's a little it's a little rough. Although for you it's at least eleven p.m. we end, so you get a little bit of a that's break. true. So, but uh, we got another huge all star lineup, um, and we also have again many of the hours, and hopefully all of them will be sponsored. Mm-hmm. And when they're sponsored, what happens is is that if you give uh, a certain amount that hour, you're put into a, a list, and we will then let you know who wins um, the the um, the prize, the prize pack for that for that hour. Um, I've already got um, Lookout Lisa from Cash Advance. Uh, Cash-Advance.com has mm-hmm. generously uh, donated a um, cash crate. So one of the hours That's is going to cool. be cash crate. Yeah. Um, the vloggers are getting together and they've got their own little prizes. Um, one of the hours we're going to give away a really cool um, cruise, travel cruise tote bag. Because they're it's not just a regular tote bag. They're, they're kind of cool looking. They're nice, big cruise mm-hmm. tote bag that's from ams travel sales thank you john bishop for that and other hours will be sponsored and we're just kind of collecting them this already for um for next sunday but uh, definitely be along sometime or if you're like some crazy folks like um sodak zach one year he listened to all eight hours so however whichever <laughs> however you want to do it but Please join us at some point between 4 p.m. and midnight, Central Standard Time. Uh, give a little bit, uh, whatever you feel comfortable giving um, to St. Jude and uh, help us raise. Uh, this year, our goal is $3,000 for that cause. And it's an incredible cause um, uh, to tackle and defeat pediatric cancer uh, and um, Jesse's wife was involved of course Krista mm-hmm. was used to work Christy worked there so there right yep I was yep. just answering the chat room that somebody was asking about those coins um, mm-hmm. but, but uh, yeah she used to work there and we used to live in Memphis and mm-hmm. uh, that place is just awesome and it's uh it's where we give all of our money every year you know I can I can really yeah feel like I know exactly where the money's going. And besides the fact that obviously it's curing, you know, childhood cancer, I mean, which you can't get much better than that anyway, right. For, for charity, but yeah, we've seen behind the scenes, we know how they use their money. Cause Christy worked there and I, I can really believe in that place and they do great, great things. And I mean, I, I couldn't imagine being in that situation. And of course I've mm-hmm. known people in that situation, but you know, my kids are healthy and we've been lucky and, and everything else, but, I mean, how could you, you know, real quickly, not only do the medical bills get so high and nobody is asked to pay those when they go there, but how could you concentrate on work? How could you do anything else when your child's sick like that? And they've even, they even like take them in, uh, you know, they, there's a place for them to stay, the families to stay and they can, they do all the things for the kids. And there's some cool stories that we'll share, uh, 
on the podcast of hope, but because uh, I'll get to talking about it and it'll be <laughs> this show will be over. <laughs> right. So uh, that, that <clears throat> place okay. means so much to us, and it's just it's a great place, and we, we got a good perspective of it because she got to work there and. And, you know, we were around, so everybody knew about it in town, and it was great. So I'm yeah. looking forward to raising whatever we can for them next week. Absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Well, let's get right into the, the topic for tonight, uh, county challenge, county challenges. Um, and we've got uh, a couple um, great guys along. A couple people that know a little bit about going you after got, counties. You guys are awesome, man. <laughs> just, I'll let you know. Just, just a little. I've been fortunate to have met both of you guys and your families, and it's been wonderful to get to know you guys a little bit. Um, so the notes, um, we've got some of the notes were provided by Charles. Some were were, were provided by Nathan. They're going to comment on each other's, so you may not be able to tell uh, whose is whose, but that's okay. Because we've got some really cool ideas. Um, but I, I want to start by something I think that, that Charles, you put in here, which is, it is true that things have changed over time and the way that we used to do this. Um, I remember these days, the old <laughs> methods versus the new methods. Um, so tell us a little bit about your experience of doing some of this back in the day. <laughs> I, yeah, so um, I started geocaching in 2010, um, so not the greatest length of time that I've been caching, mm-hmm. um, but eight years is a good run so far. Um, but when I started, I was, you know, no, I'm not going to pay for a premium membership. I had a kid's account that we were both going along, um, you know, and so I, I, at the time, I splurged on what was the $9.99 official geocaching paid app. That, that um, app was great, by the way. That app was phenomenal. That was awesome. Um, but, um, it, you know, it. I j- did some geocaching with paper maps. Um, I would plug my Garmin into the computer, send my cache to my Garmin, um, you know, when I was going on runs. And so not being a premium member, I didn't have um, things like pocket queries that I could run. So I, anything that I went off and did, I I hand did it. I borrowed a county overlay from a friend of mine who paid for it. Um, she gave it to me and said, hey, here's you this. And so slowly but surely, um, I kind of had, you know, geocached around. And in the beginning, I wasn't even worried about counties. Mm -hmm. Um, I was living in East Texas, going to school in Tyler and Nacogdoches. My kids lived in Amarillo. Mm -hmm. And so for me, it was a way that every time I stopped at a truck stop or stopped at a place to get gas, stopped at some place to get food, or there was this really neat park, you know, and so um, wanted to take the kids by on our way back two or four um you know just ended up accumulating a a big swath from east texas up to uh, the panhandle area mm-hmm. and uh it wasn't until um i ran into deanna vickery at a uh, texas challenge that she was she said well you need to to look at this and um i think by the first time that i pulled um my stats i'd you know about 
by the first time I actually really looked at it, I had about 115, 120 right. of the 254 counties like, in the state. I'm halfway, almost. You it's know, a, and I'm, so I'm halfway there. Um, you know, in talking to her and her husband, um, and a couple of other people, Tom Brotherman, mm-hmm. um, oh, and gosh. some of these people was like, "Hey, how do I? How can I maximize this? How can I get better at this?" Um, and so they all told me, you just got to pony up and pay the $30 and become a premium member. The added benefits that you get from that will make this portion of it that much easier for you Mm -hmm. down the road. So how much of, so you did, how much of the last half of the Texas challenge did you do with the premium membership? Um, the last half, roughly? Yeah, probably about the last half. And I okay. had done, I'd pulled pocket queries. I had pulled pocket queries along a route. I had um, long nights of sitting in front of a computer looking at where this county was versus satellite imagery of it with county overlays on it mm-hmm. compared to, um, you know, a, a county road map that I had in my lap. Um, you know, just trying to figure out, okay, you know, and for some of the counties down in Texas, I, you're very limited on what caches you can get. Um, some of the counties only have, you know, four or five caches in them. Yep. And so in doing so, you realize that, hmm, you know, I, I'm limited on this. Um Okay. Yeah. Hang on a minute. Let's, we'll, we'll come to that in a second. Let me, uh, bring, uh, Nate into this conversation too. So, so, so Nate, when, when, tell us again, tell us when you started, I know we, we've kind of talked about this a little bit when you did your big, your big trip, but I, I want you to kind of re, uh, re-mention for the show, for the people listening, when did you start and, um, was, did you ever, were you ever a non geocaching member or how, how'd you, how, how'd you at least just get, get started on the geocaching side? On geocaching in general? Yeah. Well, yeah. Or just, um, yeah. And then how you got involved in, in starting to even think about doing counties. Okay. What year yeah, was that? So, so I started geocaching in 2004 and, uh, and, and that was back before iPhones and Androids <laughs> and smartphones and all that, even, you know, they hadn't even created geocaching apps or anything. So, so you could, I, you could kind of uh, relate to what Charles is talking about with some of that. Right. Oh yes, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. So, uh, I had to smile a little bit when he was talking about, uh, you know, doing all this without, you know, on like county overlays and paper maps and all this kind of stuff. I, uh, uh, I had a three wing binder that mm. was, oh my goodness, it had to have been like that thick. <laughs> and awesome. every cache that I found, I would print out the cache. You know, if I was interested in finding a cache or if we was going on a road trip, I'd print out the cache pages and I'd put them in this three ring binder. And so, and they'd be in by alphabetical order. So when we would go on a road trip, say, and, and the first one that comes to mind is Pennsylvania, New York, uh-huh. Short, uh, very early in my caching uh, career, if you will, mm-hmm. we went on a road trip to Pennsylvania, New York, and uh, I printed out, man, it had to have been like a hundred different caches uh, <laughs> and put them in the three ring binder. 
And, uh, and so then I had a handheld GPS unit that I, I would, uh, uh, I'd say, okay, so I'm going after uh, rock in a hard place. So I'd flip through the, the three ring binder, <laughs> binder to find R for rock in a hard place. And so then I'd have the, uh, the, the information right there. And that's how I cashed for the first, uh, I'd have to say maybe five, <laughs> six years or so. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah. It, and, and I'll tell you what, when, when tooth about the time that, that Charles started, 2010 or so is is when they started developing those those uh, apps. I don't remember what the actual year was, but mm-hmm. I remember when I was caching in Tennessee here in my home state, and I came across a group of cashers that had a smartphone in their hand, <laughs> and they were caching with a smartphone. I was like, "What in the world is going on here?" <laughs> right. <laughs> so so uh, yeah, I fought that for a really long time. Um, but uh, but things have, have greatly improved now, and there's a lot of tools that go into um, developing your cash runs and developing uh, you know county runs, if you will. Um, the The first time that I looked at counties was um, uh, it seems like I was looking at different challenges in Tennessee, some things uh, that other people had accomplished in my home state, and I saw right. the Tennessee County Challenge, and uh, and I thought that would be a lot of fun. And back back then, it was before I was a legal driver. Um, okay. So, so um, an interesting tidbit, kind of a, a slight tangent. But right. in April in April of 2019, uh, I will have officially been cashing for a majority of my life. Oh wow! Um, How about that? That's very very interesting. So I started when I was 16. So back before I was a legal driver. Wow. So. That's awesome. Um, so there, I got with a geocaching buddy of mine, a uh, hilltop hiker who I said, Hey, um, I have this really wild and wacky idea and, uh, I want to see if you're in on it. And so I told him, I think we should try completing the Tennessee County challenge. And, uh, and he of course laughed at me, but then a few days later, he, uh, he, he called me up and said, you know, I've, I've started looking at these counties and, and, uh, you know, I think we should do it. I think that'll be a lot of fun. So he ended up driving me mm-hmm. to all these counties because I couldn't drive. Right. And, uh, and that, that's really where the seed was planted. And, wow. that's uh, awesome. and yeah, we, it was a blast. So uh, let me ask you to, um, because I think this is interesting. Um, on, did you start looking at sort of, checking off um, counties before you realized that there might be a challenge cash available to do, or did you see, or was it the reverse? Did you notice that somebody had placed a county challenge cash somewhere and you went, oh, mm, okay, I need to do, what do I need to do for this? Uh, and so which 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 way did this what came occur? first the chicken or the egg yeah <laughs> for for me uh i knew that there was a tennessee county challenge okay. prior to right. uh to actually doing the counties so yeah, i was and, i was going specifically for that challenge cash okay cool and so and that was on the the first version of challenge caches before the moratorium and before the okay charles right. what about you and I was the complete opposite i had no clue about this until mm-hmm. i ran into and 
happened to get stuck talking to the pres- new president of the TXGA, um, you know, Deanna at, at a mega event. Right. And uh, she said, Hey, you know, you, you ought to look into this. And, okay. um, and so she was the one that got me even closely, remotely close to knowing that there was, right. you know, but what do you mean? I got to complete all this stuff before I <laughs> sign the cash page. What? Yeah. Um, so, um, so in the notes, there's a couple things that, um, and we're going to get to, we're going to get to Nate's, uh, notes, Nate's notes here in a moment, but, um, you guys were both, although familiar with, <clears throat> and, um, Nate had an interesting comment too, about these, um, these max B's contiguous County challenge, um, challenge caches and so uh and it got jesse looking at it too so but they're they are <laughs> yeah, interesting. Didn't fare very well but they are interesting because they are well um uh charles explain what in an in in give us the general idea of what you for each of these what is it that you're needing to accomplish before you go well you don't have to before you can claim this claim the cash you can always sign it but until you can actually claim the cash what are these contiguous Um, county challenges oh well in the county challenges well for the max b stuff yeah what's max b's about all right so max b's is you have to have contiguous counties connecting that go through numerous states okay right and so he has i think the easiest one he has connects five states Right. So you have to have, say you started in New Mexico on I-40, went west into Texas, right. continued west into Oklahoma, yeah. and then I-35 went north into <laughs> Kansas and then Nebraska. But you have to have a line of caches that are right. all connected. Okay, so, so each along that line, as long as the counties touch and you found a cache in each of those and so so and and he has some other rules for what is deemed a contiguous county okay Um, or at least i have seen some so like the four corners area in arizona arizona is not contiguous with colorado even though that one little point where just the a point, right? right. <laughs> so that yeah. does not qualify as a contiguous county. It has oh, okay. to have, it has to have some span where they commonly share a border. And so it's, um, I, you know, some of the semantics of it, but you got to know that going into it. Sure. Otherwise, you know, you may end up not, not getting some of it. So, Nate, were you familiar with Max B's before you did the the Uber trip from Tennessee to California and back? I, I was familiar with Max B's okay. uh, challenges, and uh, it was probably oh, let's see, we did that road trip this year, yep. and it was in it was in 2014, I believe, is when we actually visited Max B in Michigan. Wow, and we, that's awesome. we signed some of their, their challenges up there and, and we were at their house um, uh, at the end of the day and, and he was showing me some of their other challenges. And the one that really struck me was the golden spike challenge where you, you have to um, have contiguous counties from the Atlantic that stretch from the Atlantic to the Pacific. Wow. And, uh, and so it, that one right there, just sparked my interest. Like I'm going to do that. I want to, I want to qualify for that one. 
And you did it. That's incredible. Yeah, we did. That is wild. So how high, before we get into like how you exactly do it and all that stuff. Yeah, we'll get into that. When you're in, let's say both of you went to Kansas for the first time, right? Let's just assume you hadn't been to Kansas. You go to a brand new area. How high on the list of what you're going to hit is counties? Like, you know, a lot of people hit like webcams or virtuals. How high is like, yeah, Jasmine caches. How high are counties when you're when you're planning a new area? How high is that on the list for you guys? For me, I'd say it's pretty high. <laughs> now it is, right? <laughs> yeah, After, well, definitely. Now it yeah, is for him. And I'm in the same boat. So I'd never been to Ohio. Um, we flew out there for Gigastock. Mm-hmm. And while we were there, we drove into, obviously, the airports in Kentucky. But we drove into uh, Indiana and got a county there and the one in Kentucky, and then drove from Cincinnati to uh, central uh, Ohio to get a webcam cache and a couple of new virtuals that were posted up there. And so we ran up there for some of that, some of those old caches, but on, you know, we were like, oh, there's a webcam here in Ohio. Let's go grab it while it's still here. Mm -hmm. Um, But on the way there and on the way back, we took two different routes, um, you know, going through there <laughs> Just, to, to maximize that so that, right. you know, so now in Ohio, you know, whatever it is, I have four, eight, you know, 10 different counties in Ohio just because we decided to go get that one webcam and I have, you know, two different routes to maximize counties that I could get. So now here's the follow-up question to see really how crazy you are. And tell the truth. Have you looked yourself up on Project DC to see where you rank on county finding counties? I have not. Yes. <laughs> That's honest. Uh, now, now uh, in, in retrospect, uh, I also have looked up Nate's profile to look at his. Since, that's, since that's, that's good. Uh, I've we're, got... I've got 600. I picked up two counties on my way back from Washington state. So I've got 605 counties. Nate, um, according to uh, project GC has 666 counties that he's found a cash in. Wow. So that's got to rank you up in the, in the top somewhere. Yeah. I don't think it's completely updated yet. Um, cause I'm actually over 700 now. Oh, wow. Um, Because I I was, I I wanted to refresh. It's been a little, it's actually been a few weeks since I uh, last went on a really good cash run. So uh, I had to refresh my memory on, on where I was at. And so, yeah, it's, it's a little over 700 now. Yeah. Awesome. Right. And uh, we've had a request. (laughs) They can't see your, uh, the code on your shirt. Because it keeps popping up with the little things. Hang on. I'll move. uh, Here, I'll put it on him. You You can. There you go. There you no, go. I think the pop-up, our pictures are popping up and covering his code on his T-shirt. Oh, yeah. There you go. We, I think we got it now. We got it? Yep. Time to work. <laughs> there we we'll go. See. Chat room, chat so room can, will tell us. You definitely know the chat room is, uh, watching. is watching. They're watching all the details everywhere on all these videos. <laughs> so, so speaking of chat room, I have to give a shout-out to my wife. Um, I, I noticed that she is uh, chatting with us right now. And, and, uh, so she also went on that, uh, County run with us across the country. Oh my gosh. And, uh, we just, we just had a blast. We loved it. Yeah. And that's interesting. How come when his wife gets in there, she's being nice and mine gets in there and she's always beating (laughs) me up in the the chat room. Uh, Give it, give it 20 more years. You'll be all right. (laughs) (laughs) 
No, it, it is interesting though. Um, you don't have to have a loving and supportive wife, but both of you guys do, so that helps. Ooh, it sure helps. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, absolutely helps. That's right. Because um, uh, you guys, you know, you basically are that—that that is your teammate. I mean, trying to get. Oh yeah. To what? Because I think, it, and this is something you guys can speak to more, and that is, you really do need a team member to do something of this nature, especially if you're doing a long cash, a long county cash run. Um, if your wife is on board, it probably makes it a lot easier. I can well, I think all of us are lucky for that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Well, I, what I was going to say is, I can guarantee you this: if my wife was not on board with stopping in every single county between Tennessee and California, we would not have done it. Right? <laughs> no, so that would not have happened. We now we probably still would have done the road trip because we both love you know traveling, visiting new places. But but yes, um, having having a supportive wife who who's not just she's not just supportive, yeah. but she really enjoys doing it as well, yeah. which is awesome. Oh, yeah. She's definitely yeah, on board. And Charles too. Yeah. Oh yeah. And my wife's on board with it too. Um, so much so that when we plan our, we've for the last, this is going to be our fourth winter cruise that we've taken mm-hmm. um, to escape the snow and get some beach and sunshine in the middle of winter. Um, we sit there and plan events in, uh, you know, these different countries that we've been to Honduras and Belize and, uh, you know, Jamaica, the Grand Cayman, um, places like that. And so we'll, we dedicate a, a portion of our time that we're there visiting these places to go out and do geocaching or host an event, try and find some locals that can tell us, you know, hey, these are places to go do and places to stay away from and whatnot. Um, and so, yeah, definitely she is on board with this. Um, you know, our awesome. very first... And our very first date, um, the very first time that we met and each other, we met in Austin. Um, and I told her, I said, hey, so I've got to go meet this guy on the University of Texas campus. And it's going to seem real weird, but I got to go sign this book that he has an ammo can. <laughs> and so on a first date, our very first date, I, I was standing in front of the clock tower waiting for Indigo Parish to meet me on UT's campus so I could sign the Texas County challenge log. Wow. And so she kind of looked at me and was like, what is, what is this geocaching? What, what is, how does this work? And so I kind of explained it to her. Um, Indigo Parish had explained some of this to her while I was busy signing it. And she just kind of turned and looked at me and said, well, I want to do this too. Oh wow! Yes, <laughs> that's right. And, and so, she was in the very beginning. That's right. You know, and so I am finisher number fifty-seven of the Texas County Challenge. She nice. is finisher number seventy-six. That's so awesome. I did. I completed the Texas County Challenge, and then automatically went into planning a second one so that she could do it. Um, and so she is the second fastest finisher. Yes, of is. the Texas County Challenge, um, you know, under a year to finish the 254 counties um, from her very first geocache. So incredible, you know, yeah, that's awesome. Wow, that is incredible. All right, well, let's get into some let's get into some nitty gritty now, because um, I think. And go ahead, jo- what's Jesse. Probably the best way to go through this. Do you think so? If if you were going to both plan a trip to go for counties right now. 
maybe the differences in how you plan, maybe we can hit like, you know, mm -hmm. cause there's tons of planning, right? Like I know Nate, you've gotten in your, in your, uh, in your notes, there's tons of planning that goes into it. I know you do it too. And maybe we just kind of go, if we were going to start from scratch right now and you're going to pick a whole new area to hit counties, how would you start planning those two things? And e either one of you start. Well, that that's a very loaded question. Uh, <laughs> it is. We can kind of walk through it, and yeah. I think there'll be differences. But well, see, the thing is, uh, for me, I, I for anybody that's planning on doing counties, um, it you can't just go to an area and just pick caches on the fly and go. If you're if you're wanting to do a true county challenge, like if you're going to a state, and I'll use um, I can use Tennessee for example. Um, there's lots of small counties scattered all over the state. There's 95 counties in Tennessee. And so, I mean, you have to pick um, an optimal route. You have to pick, you know, which caches you're going to go after. You have to have contingency plans if one of your caches is not there. Um, you have to, you know, there's, there's, and then everybody has their um, quirks uh, in what type of caches that they want to go find. And so you have to do your homework on, on that type of thing. Are you going to go after um, the lamppost on, you know, the interstate mm -hmm. exit um, to count for the cash or to count for the County, or are you going to actually seek quality? Um, so, um, so starting from scratch, these are the things that are going through my mind is, you know, there's a lot of homework, a lot of homework. My wife, she's watching right now. She can attest to this. Um, I sit in front, like before we start going, uh, planning a county run, I sit in front of the computer for hours, days. hours, days, <laughs> days. Um, <laughs> planning everything. And I'm, and I'm sure we're going to get into this more, but um, it, it takes a long time. And, and some people like, well, you know, that doesn't interest me, but I tell you, after you've done that homework and you're actually going out on the cash run, that mm -hmm. is extremely rewarding because all of that homework that you've done pays off and you get richly rewarded with uh, seeing some of the lesser known parts of the country, if you will, if you're, if you're doing the entire country or if you're doing your state, I mean, my home state of Tennessee, um, you know, very few people have gotten within 10, 20 miles of either side of the major interstate systems here in Tennessee. But and if you're doing the county challenge and you've really done your homework and you've, you know, seeked out the, the, the good caches, then you're seeing some of the most pristine parts of the state that just really open your eyes and make you appreciate um, the state that you live in even more. Yeah. And, and before we get to Charles real quick, um, I want both of y'all to comment on this, this note that Nate had, which is if you're doing a cross country trip, you're going to typically pick your route first, then the caches. If you're doing a state challenge, we're trying to gobble up a whole state. You would pick the caches first, then the route. Hmm. That's interesting. That's what I do. I mean, other people may do it differently, but that's what I do. Charles, would you say you would agree with that, or do you do you think it's a different? That's not how I do it. Okay, how um, would you how would you go about it? So for me, especially in some of the parts of Texas that were very blocky, you've got to drive the thirty miles to get across the county. Or what I would do is sit there and map out my route, and then I look along that route and say, do I have caches all along this route? 
do I have the caches, you know, in the four miles that I'm going to be in this county as I cut through the corner of it, or because right. that's you're talking, you're talking then, about blocky to let people know the blocky parts of Texas for counties is usually the Panhandle. It's they're all yeah. squ- they're all squares, and, 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 and if you look at um, other states, I mean Tennessee is a terrible example, but that's because. Tennessee's great, but certain certain Western, and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but in Colorado, it's not a good example either. But certain um, parts of certain states are what what you would call very blocky. Where mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, you're you've got these perfect squares almost, right? Parts of Kansas are like that too, and in, in Oklahoma, when we were going up, I went with I was doing a trip with a buddy of mine and. He's a big county hunter. I'm not really. I, I like the counties, but I'm I'm much newer into get into that. I kind of wish I'd have got into it earlier. But and uh, it was those blocky state, blocky counties. Right. And uh, we we just went up, over, up, back over, <laughs> up, back over. We just like zigzag like a, like a zipper up through the counties because they were just parallel lines of. There was no like route that you could do other than just going through the counties, and it probably wasn't the most efficient. But it worked, and we were in the middle of the county, so we're not necessarily the middle, but we weren't like on the borderline where we were scared of of missing a county because I've done that in my terrible planning before. I've missed a county on a county trip before. And I got more efficient at this the second time I did the state of Texas because um, I realized the error of my ways the first time where I was like, you know, I did 20, I think I've done 24 counties in a day in Texas, all on a motorcycle. And so I was like, no, there's, there's a better way to do this. There has to be a way that I can get more counties in a day. How can I maximize this? And so what I did was plan my route and said, nope, the quickest way from, you know, Dumas to Abilene is this. And Mm -hmm. Once I planned my route, then I compared that to the geocaching map and said, how far do I have to venture off of my route to get a cache? Um, so, but one of the very first things that I do when I'm planning a route to a new place, I don't know how well this yeah. is going to show. Go ahead. This, is, this is the 115 geocaches that are still alive in the world. This obviously is just the United States or North America. But these are all of the year two thousand caches. Right. Oh, nice. Uh, and yeah, so I have yeah. a pocket. I have a pocket query with that. And any time that I'm planning a route, I will confer with this. Where are my two thousand year caches at? Um, so you've got this extra layer that you're, and I'm, I know Nate, you you do something similar. I'm sure. But mm-hmm. you're trying to not only get your counties, but you're on the, you're adding another layer to your your searching. Oh, for sure. I, and I'm along with Nate. It's it's to some degree, I want old caches. I want webcam caches. I want high Virtu- favorite point caches. Virtuals, some of the old virtuals. Not that the new ones aren't as right. important, but you know the old ones normally, and I'm complete with my Jasmine challenge now, but at the time, I wasn't. And so some of these old caches... Um, some of the year 2000 caches. Now it's, you know, Jasmine number two and 
whatnot. So there are some other things that I looked at when planning some of this stuff. The other side to that is if you're, if you're merely going just to cash in the county, then to some degree it doesn't matter. But if you're coming to Colorado and you want to do the Colorado County Challenge, then uh, Mondo says that you don't get to count events, you don't get to count earth caches, you don't get to count virtuals. You have to find a physical log or a physical cache with a physical log sheet in it in order for you to claim. And so though I've cached in every county in Colorado, I am three counties short of meeting that challenge (laughs) because Eagle County, I only have an earth cache in. And, um, you know, so there are three of these counties that I have to go back and revisit um, because of that. Um, I own the county challenge in Wyoming. um, And I got a lot of grief when I got that one published because I did the same thing. You had to find a physical cache with a physical log sheet in it. Um, Part of the reason that I did that is that there are a number of earth caches and virtuals that are in Yellowstone National Park, Grand Teton National Mm -hmm. Park, um, and then Devil's Tower off on the other side of the state that you could tell by looking at the logs that people were armchair caching. Mm. And so my way around that, and I've gotten grief from people who have who have signed the signed the logbook um, that because by gosh they qualified and and they didn't and they were upset because the nineteen earth caches that they got in Yellowstone National Park doesn't count for Park County because they didn't find a traditional or a multi or one with a physical logbook in it and there, so there I, are some there are some available though they could have but they oh, just didn't absolutely, okay. absolutely but they wanted to do the challenge their way right. Right. Shame on you. Shame on you, sir. And part and part of my challenge cache is is post moratorium. Right. And so I had to build a challenge checker for it. I had to have this for it. And my reviewer told me and and, in conferring with a couple of other reviewers, I've got a couple that I talk to on the regular that they said now. You know, Wyoming only has 23 counties in it. You're not going to be able to make this a difficulty, a high difficulty one, you know, merely based on you're going to have to put some stipulations in it to make the difficulty level on it higher. Right. Um, so it's so part of that was I wanted to make it a four, four and a half. You know, I wanted to make it up there. Um, my reviewer told me that there's no way you're going to be able to make this a five, five. So don't try. Um, but you can make oh. it a, you can make it a high difficulty, high terrain. Um, but you're going to have to put some stipulations into it. And, and so what about if you say they have to find two in every County. Uh, you, yeah, you could do that. If <laughs> you know, I mean, so, you know, so Nate, have you, um, have you run across some of what Charles is saying, or have you also started to hide some of your own county challenge caches? Or uh, I don't own any uh, any oh. county challenge caches. Um, in this part of the country, at least what I've noticed so far in the states that I've attempted, there's usually at least one or two caches to pick from in each county. Uh, I have not yet come across something that you know doesn't have a cache. Um, but as far as owning a, a, a county challenge, um, I don't, I, I think that's really cool that Charles does. 
Uh, well, and the only reason I do is because the original one that was Cash Across Wyoming, um, the owner hasn't been back to Wyoming in about eight years, um, hasn't maintained it. Other cashers were replacing it. Um, I emailed him and said, hey, would you transfer this to me while I was living in Wyoming? I'd like to keep this cash going, this, this, this. And he said, well, just take a new container out there and leave it. And I, I hate doing that. Um, I did it because he, that's, you know, and so I signed a log sheet that was in a cache there. Um, but he doesn't maintain that cache at all. Um, and uh, it's been needs archived several times. And then right as the reviewer is about to archive it, somebody goes and finds it and leaves a replacement drop cache. And we go through the cycle again and again. And so to get away from that, what I built was the new Wyoming County Challenge. And I put it in the central portion of the state. Um, it is an ammo can. It is in a state park. It is going to be well-maintained. I have a slew of ammo cans if it ever goes missing <laughs> um, that I will mail back up there um, for it to hide in. But it's got a nice cozy little spot that it's it's not soon to disappear from its spot. So that does bring up something. If people are planning to, to hit the county challenges, either a bunch of counties or um, all in one state, they may want to check first to see what their county challenge is. Because if it says only traditionals, you know, you're, you're going to be doing another trip. Or if they're planning on doing it in another state or whatever, or just that could come up in the future. I haven't ever seen anyone that – and I couldn't imagine – I can easily see a challenge that says find all the counties and it be a traditional. I have trouble thinking you'd ever see one that says find all the counties and none of them can be traditionals. That ooh, would be an insane be, ooh, challenge, be, right? That would be an insane um, challenge, yes. Would be there goes your five five there. It may be a case. But you where, you probably you know, want to do a mix, maybe, if yeah. you're going for counties. You do you try to do y'all get a backup or you just get one when you're going to a county? For me personally, I only do one cash per county. Um, in cases that in cases that the cash that I picked is right on the county line, that just makes me very uneasy and I can't sleep at night if it's right on the county line. So I try to, <laughs> I try to get a little ways into the county. Um, and there are a few times that I've, that I've run across that I actually tacked on an extra 30, 45 minutes of driving just so that I could get a cash inside the county. Cause there's not much to choose from, but I could not settle for having one right on the county line. In, in the off chance that you know something happens, you know state politics happens and they'd move the county right. line or whatever, and <laughs> and, uh, and so then all of a sudden you know I I find myself you know in Tennessee and and you know I completed you know Michigan County Challenge and and uh, now I have a, a hole and there's oh. no way that I'm going to go up there anytime soon you know so. Well, and where that will come to, I have found where that will come to bite you at is if you do the Montana County Challenge, because your caches cannot have been archived. Even if you found Ooh. it, all Ooh. of them have to be active caches at the time. So, Oh, my gosh. There's, there's another twist to that. So oh boy. for me, when we were going through doing some of these rural parts of Montana, it was we wanted to find active caches that had been around for a while, you know, but you wanted to find multiple caches because 
at any given moment, if you only got the one cache and it got archived, you were, I, you'd have to make another trip up there. And so it was th going to finish that state that I was like, no, no, I'm going to, you know, even if I, even if it was a stop at the truck stop on the interstate for a micro that was, a, you know, a magnet that was stuck to a, you know, picnic shelter, I was going to grab it because that at least gave me some buffer room for six months down the road by the time I got this state completed. Um, so there's some, uh, definitely look at the state. If you're yes. going for a state, look at the rules and, and make sure <laughs> that you are aware of what it's going to entail to get to uh, the finish line for some of these states. Yes, I would agree with that for sure. Let me ask you guys, uh, um, switching gears a little bit, and because I know people are listening and they're being be like, well, I don't even know where to start. I don't even know how. I mean, I understand what you're saying. I understand about the caches and so forth. But where did I even go to plan to do something like this? So what tools, and I know you guys use a lot of the same similar tools, but I want to hear from you guys what you're using um, what what websites are you using? What apps are you using to prepare? Uh, whichever, and again, this would I think this basically applies also to whether you're trying to do a whole state or you're trying to go across the country. But what um, what are some some tools um, that people can use and kind of think about it in the sense of what can a person who's never done anything like this use. So hands down, the best tool is project GC hands awesome. down. That's, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. my favorite one. Yeah. Um, and for those that are not familiar with project GC, the website is uh, project dash GC.com. Um, make sure you have that dash in there. Um, but uh, on, on Project GC, there's several tabs up at the top of the page, and one of those tabs is Tools. Um, bring that down and hit Map Counties. Now, I'm not sure if that's a premium feature or not. I am a premium member on Project GC, but... Um, it's worth uh, it, in my opinion, to get it. It is worth it. Oh, yeah, oh, it's gosh, very yeah. worth it. Absolutely. Yeah, worth every penny. They um, they do an it, excellent job with that site. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. It is, a, it is a premium feature. Just okay, because okay. it is mine expired and I'm waiting for them to do the Christmas sale. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's true. So you could get it again. They do do a sale where you can buy, you know, whatever, buy a full a, year. A 12 months worth and they yeah. give you an extra six months. Oh yeah. So mine expired last month and I was like, no, I'm going to wait until they run a sale <laughs> again. Right. And then all of a, uh, and then all of a sudden the, the features that you use all the time, you're like, Oh man, that's premium. And that's premium. And <laughs> yes. that's premium. No, yes. no, seriously, seriously, people get the premium feature, uh, premium oh, yeah. membership on project GC. It is worth it. Um, but on map counties, what you can do is um, select whatever state for me, it would be Tennessee. And, uh, and then it would bring up the map of Tennessee with all the counties. If it's shaded in green, you've already completed that county. If it's shaded in red, you have to complete it. Um, so you click on one of the red counties and, uh, you know, we'll use my home county, for example, is Hamilton County. Um, click on a red county that is, comes up Hamilton County. Click on the name Hamilton County and it will pop up a map of all the caches that are in Hamilton County. Um, yeah. So you can see what you have to choose from. That would be really 
um, the starting point, like the bare bones, the starting point for me is um, if I haven't been to that county, let's see what's there and and then go from there and so there's other tools that you can do on project gc that you know and and uh, my wife gets on to me she's like why do you have like 17 tabs open on your computer <laughs> well, well it's because I, I you know i've got several things that i'm looking at you know different criteria um and so i like to look for favorite points so you know in hamilton county where where i live here in chattanooga there are thousands of caches to choose from. Right. So if you're if you're planning on coming to Chattanooga and you only have time for one cache, you know, say you're you're on a time crunch, you only have time for one and then you see a map that's got thousands. You're like, "Man, what where in the world do I even start with that?" Um so there's another feature, it's on the statistics tab on Project GC called uh, top favorites. There's another one that's top favorites percent percentage. Um, yeah. percentage. Yeah. So I look at both of those. And, uh, and so uh, that basically takes all of the caches in Tennessee and sorts them in order of how many favorite points they have. And, and, you know, in some cases like here in Hamilton County, there's a lot of caches to choose from. The best caches in the County are very easy to, to find because they just, you know, show up on the graph, you know, they're, mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and what Charles was saying, the percentage, um, that shows you how, uh, what the percentage of premium members that have found that cash that have awarded it a favorite point. So if, if 70% of um, geocaching premium members have gone to a cash and awarded it a favorite point, then you can pretty much bet that that's going to be a good one. Yeah. And, uh, and so, you know, that will, that will definitely go on to my, uh, 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 what's the word I'm looking for? My my uh, Your my list. list. It will go yeah. my must do list. It will go onto my <laughs> short list. Yes, right. Um, yeah. But then I also use different filters. There's filters that you can use by um you know the type of cache that you want, the size of the cache. You know if if it's a uh, if it's a challenge that says no to virtuals, then you can um, only show the traditionals um, right. or the multis uh, that are in that county. Um, and then for me personally, if there's a lot of caches to choose from. Um, I sort it by size as well because I my preference is to have a regular or a large size cache to shoot, to to actually find for the cache uh, for the county and um, so let's see what else do I have here oh I also uh, filter out disabled and archive caches so if the cache is uh, disabled for instance and it's a, a top favorite cache um, I don't even want to look at it if it's disabled I'm not gonna. I'm not going to attempt it, so I'll filter that out. So you can filter that. You can filter um, caches that you found that you own. If if you're in an area that you've you know previously found or owned, whatever. But um, so there's a lot of filters. There's a lot of tools that you can use on Project GC mm-hmm. to start narrowing down. Uh, now there's some counties um, like we discussed before that there's only one or two caches to choose from, and in that case, it's easy to pick. Uh, you're like, well, <laughs> this is really my only my only option here. Right. But and then there's some um, some counties that where do I even begin? And so those are some of those tools that able, that mm-hmm. are, you're able to narrow it down. So so there's this is kind of interesting too in the in the show notes. It'll be in the show notes for you guys to to look at later. But um, and this is something really. It's Nate's samples, and I want to get Charles's comments on this too. But um, you've got it pretty detailed in that 
you've got um, you've got the county, you've got the cash name or the GC number or cash name, the GC number, the town or the city, and a little bit of a hint or relevant info. Then you have the time between, and you're talking, I think about uh, you're talking about the time, uh, how much. Yeah, from the previous cash to the, to next, the next one, cash. how long is that How long would it be? So 15 minutes, 40 minutes, et cetera. The miles between them, the estimated time to find a cash, and you're you're assuming maybe a rough around 20 minutes, depends on the cash. But, and then your arrival time at the cash, you've actually got it listed. And, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. But. You're talking about some serious planning here, so yes. Um, now, now that <laughs> is a sample from the cross country trip, right? And right. and this is where this is where you know I spent hours upon hours in front of the computer trying to plan this out, and and a lot of it was to, um, uh, it was basically to help my wife know, okay, where when are we going to arrive at our destination that evening? And so, you know, I know that we want to get to uh, Dallas, Texas Mm -hmm. in enough time because we did other stuff in addition to um, caching. We didn't just do caching. So we had other things that we wanted to do as well. So we had friends that we wanted to see. So we had a friend in Dallas that we that we were going to visit. And so um, so it was important to my wife to get there at a reasonable hour. Right. So that we could um, spend some time with her before we had to go to bed and get up the next morning and, and hit the road. Right. So, so my response to that was, okay, well, I know that the night before we're going to be here and we want to be in Dallas by this time. So, so I, I wanted to assure her uh, and myself too that we were going to get to our destination by a reasonable hour. So that, so yeah, it, 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 there was, there was a lot of, uh, well, a lot and, of, uh, but you want to make gritty. sure you want to make sure that you were contiguous because you wanted to yes. not miss a County. Right. Um, so, so Charles, and, go ahead. And on top of that, on top of that too, is we were hosting events along the way too. Oh, that's right. You so were. we hosted, we, yeah, we hosted yeah. five uh, trackable trade-off events between Tennessee and, Ca- and California, and so we wanted to make sure that we would arrive at those events on time too. <laughs> Charles, um, you have a spreadsheet like this as well? Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> I, I knew that was, I, so, I knew it was completely different. <laughs> um, but I love hearing it. I, I don't. I don't have a spreadsheet like that. I have what yeah, I will do is once I map out my runs, I will put a. I will put a list on my phone that says, you know, Montana, Western Montana run. And it will have only the caches that we're going to stop at on the phone right. on that on that list. And so we were, we're only going to stop for those caches. Mm-hmm. Um, the only time that we will venture outside of that is if we get there. And for whatever reason, that can't, ammo can is not right. there anymore. You can't find the yeah. cache or whatever reason you, you know, but do you have a contingency plan? I mean, do you do you have a backup for every one of them, or are you going to start just looking? Do you okay? I do. I when I go through planning a run, I will plan two or even three in a county along the route that I'm taking. And so if if choice A isn't there, you know, if the first cache we come to isn't there, mm-hmm. you know, I'm going to make a stop at number two or possibly number three. Or if they're all 
you know, like if we're making a run through Sacramento and I have four caches in a county that are all 2000 year caches, I'm stopping for all four of them. Yeah, absolutely. You know? And so that is, <laughs> that is part of that where, you know, the pre-planning, I mean, no lie, it's, it takes, I will sit there and plan for days and days and days. But once I'm, once I'm done, I'll load a, a, a pocket query or a list onto my, onto the Cashly app. And I will download it onto my Garmin Oregon and off out the door we go. Right. Um, you know, that's what one about of the, FTFs. Do you check for that as you're going through an area? I do not. If we're yeah. staying the night in the area, I will. Right. Yeah. If we're staying the night. Um, but if we're not staying the night, I, you know, I've done enough first to find hunting um, where I have gotten there and the coordinates are. 700 feet off or oh, yeah, or the, the, the I, owner hasn't put it out yet. I've seen some of those. Where yeah. Uh, yeah. I got like, burned on one. Oh, this weekend. what are you doing? And, and so with that, I will only search for first to finds if it is in the town that we're staying the Stopping night in. in. Mm. Right. Wow. So just an added bonus. If you just happen to be by it. Yeah, correct. Um, you know, but Cashly has um, two different map features in here when they did that map pack upgrade right. that show County lines on the maps. Um, until they did that, I was using an app called looking for cash and looking for cash has a light app that is free. Um, and they also have a paid for app that I haven't purchased, but have some of the friends. It very much resembles the old paid geocaching app that was out. Mm -hmm. The classic. Uh, and it, yeah, the classic app. The classic. And, and it does have county lines in their maps as well. I've never even heard of that app. Looking for cash. Looking for cash. C A C H E. Yeah, let me. Yeah. Huh. I, I've played that one before. The free one. I didn't. I didn't buy it though. Yeah. So, like you said, so you've got these layers. Go ahead, Nate. Well, um, oh, he's got that app. Oh, up. sorry. Yeah, let me let me flip over to you. Oh, okay, LAC Light. Looking for cash. Yeah, yeah I've seen that. He looks like he's raw, raw, like falling off a cliff. Yeah. <laughs> Interesting. I'd never even heard of that app. That's cool. But the the cool thing is like you said, Cashly now has um has counties now, which helps for sure. That's right. Oh, yeah. yeah that that makes that's what it I was gonna say. Um downloading like this is one thing that I recommend for people. Uh before you actually set out on a ca uh, county run, uh download the offline map for the state that you're gonna be in because every mm -hmm. state has parts of it has pockets of no cell reception. Right. And, uh, and so having those offline maps, uh, allow you to see the County lines and, uh, and allow you to, you know, once you find the cache to be able to navigate out of the area that you're in to, you know, to get on the road to the next spot. Um, you know, always, always download the offline map for the state that you're in on Cashly. Absolutely. So at this point, and you guys are have done this now for a while. Would you suggest? Let me let me get two different suggestions from you guys. So, for those that are listening, that are that are like, yeah, I, I do this. I do this. I mean, this is something that those guys are speaking my language. I'm doing it. Would you say to that person that they should try to venture out and do? A super Nate run like you you like like you did all the way you know try to do this long contiguous run for the for an for the intermediate to advanced county challenge 
person? And then what would you suggest, you both of you guys, what would you suggest to somebody who is all excited now that they've heard about this, but they've never done one? Do you, should they start doing their state or what do you suggest for the beginner? How do they step up their game yeah. to the next level? Well, and how would you, what are your suggestions for a beginner and an, uh, some more of an intermediate person? Uh, to start out with, I would say try to see if your state has a county challenge to begin with, you know, that for starters, um, you, you identify that your state does have a county challenge. Um, like we talked before, uh, look at the rules for the county challenge. What does it require? And then go into um, the, a tool like Project GC and, and, you know, map those counties and see, you know, where, where are we at? Now I'll, I'll tell you this. Um, I, I strongly recommend the premium membership on Project GC, but if somebody does not want to um, invest in that right now, um, there's another tool. Um, it's a website called mygeocachingprofile.com, and mm-hmm. you can uh, you can upload your MyFinds pocket query right. into my geocaching profile, and it it takes a, depends. It, you know, if you have a lot of finds, then it takes you know, 20 yeah. minutes or so to do everything. I, but once it, before, yeah. yeah, yeah. And once it That's actually cool. processes, then there's a bunch of stats that it generates. And one of them is county stats and it will show you the U S as a whole. And then it will also show you your particular state. And so, um, yeah. So if you haven't worked on counties up to this point and you're just starting and you're saying, yeah, let's see what we can do for basics, start with the state that you're at and see where's the closest county to me right now that I have not done and plan a trip sometime, uh, some weekend afternoon or, or some nice bright sunny day and go do it. You've crossed it off, you know, and, yeah. and then, it, and I'll tell you what, it gets addicting from there. <laughs> Once right. and you've crossed off the county and you see that county turn red, you never want to stop. Right. So, so let me go over to Charles then Charles. Um, uh, what are what are your suggestions for somebody who is maybe a little more seasoned, who has maybe finished, uh, maybe they finished a state and they're like, well, maybe I want to do something a little more adventurous. What are what are your some suggestions for the intermediate to advanced person? Maybe, um, you know, if you finished your your home state. Um, and for me, that was Texas. Um, you know, what is the next state that you are closest to where, you know, uh, or, um, are there other, are there other challenges that are out there? So within Texas, you've completed the County challenge, but there's a, I've been everywhere in Texas that has all of the cool places. Like I've been to Paris, Texas, and I've been to Nashville, Texas, and I've been to, so there are other, there are other cash challenges within your state um there's a permian basin cash a permian basin challenge for out in west texas um that requires you to find two counties in new mexico so there's the start for you know sort of getting off into into your next state um you know if you are a beginner getting into this one figuring out where which counties you have done and which ones you haven't is is the bare bones you need to figure that out um and then i mean it's as easy as 
you know, getting onto Google, getting a, uh, you know, a county highway map or, a, you know, a state highway map, because almost all state highway maps have county lines drawn on them, mm-hmm. you know, get a high resolution one that you can blow up and say, all right, this, you know, yes, this road does cut through this mm-hmm. corner of the county, you know, and what I did when I was beginning this, um, I, um, I would go through and take that picture and import it into MS Paint. And then I would shade in all of the counties that I've completed. And then on there would would draw a line from Austin to San Antonio to Hayes to, mm-hmm. you know, all, all through these, you know, and then I'd go back and say, all right, what are the counties along this route? Um, and so then when I went there, I, I'd print that page out that had my route drawn on it. And I would know, hey, this is the way that I'm, you know, going to go, um, you know. But there are other tools out there, other things that you can use. Um, there is a group on Facebook called County Cashers. Um, it was started by um, a cashier whose uh, caching name is Direx. He is finisher number 59 of the Texas County Challenge. Him and his son, um Harrison um, have both finished the Texas County Challenge, and uh, their goal is to, by the time Harrison graduates high school, to have cashed in every county in the uh, lower forty-eight. Lower forty-eight. Wow. Um, he That's was awesome. eight. He was eight years old <laughs> when he completed Texas, and by the time he graduates high school, they want to have cashed in. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, and he's on there. You know, they're above the two thousand county mark. You know, um, and we see them every year at the Texas County Challenge right. um, where I host a, a annual Texas County Challenge finishers reunion. And we all kind of get together and tell our, you know, our own little war stories of dealing with Border Patrol and sheriffs and <laughs> whatnot in, in different parts of the state. Um, so um, it's yeah, always fun. I've got my fair share of stories in that department. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> Travel across. <laughs> <laughs> to answer one of one of the Jinxer 05 in the chat room asked yep. how how do we see counties on Cashly? Um if you are looking at the map and you click the three little squares that are down in the bottom right hand corner on the map right. and you select the open street maps, those will show you county lines and the ArcGIS topo map will show you satellite will show you county lines as well. Um, on that within the app so yeah, you don't have app. to download the offline maps though it is highly recommended um, but those two maps on cashly will show you the county lines um, yeah so it's, it's the not the not the three dots but the three um, little three overlaid stacks. squares yeah the three overlaid squares and that's where the uh, it's next to the mm-hmm. refresh button it's in the middle of those three buttons. So, all right. Well, um, as we wrap up for the night, let's go around the room and let's get some final thoughts. Um, so actually I'm going to start and then somebody else jump in and, and, uh, give final thoughts. Um, I just want to say first, I really appreciate you guys being on to talk about this. Um, it, it is interesting. It's inspiring. Uh, in, in, to me, it is because um, for Susan and I, we've 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 been catching since '06, and 
Um, it, it is so cool, like you said, once you do something like this, similar to this, it is uh, exciting to go, wow, you know, I can go across an area and I can hit counties and I can, like you said, you can start checking things off and it's kind of neat. It's a, it's a, I can see where it can be very addicting. I've never really, Susan and I have never really gotten into doing counties, but I can see where it can be so addicting. And so, um, I liked it. I like it. And I, I, I appreciate you guys giving us so much good info tonight. Who wants to wrap up as well? So I'll jump in then. Uh, okay. so, while they're while they're composing their thoughts and they're the they're the experts on this show, um, I, you know, same thing. So I'm I'm actually the newest cashier in the group. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I found one in 2009, we didn't start till 2011. Yeah. So we've been cashing the whole time with you know smartphones, and we don't have a lot of old school stores. We started with a smartphone, um, but we use paper maps, and we still do that every once in a while. When we're going through an area just to just to have backups, but. Um, you know, you go through the different phases. You're just finding caches at first, then you're hiding caches. Then you get into challenges, you do different things. And then maybe you get into counties and some, whatever order you get into it. It's just another aspect of playing the game. Like we all 2 million or however many, you know, you can't get the real number, right? But however many people are actually playing the game and everybody has different things that they really get into. Right. Um, and counties is just another one of those things, right? If you're, if you are one of those that travels and gets to gets to move around quite a bit, um, county is just another fun thing to check off the list, you know, like old caches and webcams and everything else. And there's, you know, sometimes the planning is half the fun of, of doing one of these trips, mm-hmm. seeing what you can pack into a day or a weekend and, and county is just another way to do that. So I think it's pretty fun and that's some good tips. And, you know, I'm sure we could talk for hours more about how the best way is to plan this or how the best way for you is to plan it. But um oh, thanks stories. for coming on guys and uh, and telling us yeah. some tips and and you know and going through those cool stories and showing us two really cool new aspects that we can all get obsessed with so yeah absolutely i would say uh you know county caching is by far hands down my favorite way of caching i love county caching i, I love it so much i love this this topic that you know we had the opportunity to to chat about it today or tonight, um, mm-hmm. I feel like we just barely scratched the surface. Mm-hmm. We, oh yeah, we'll definitely we, talk about this. We again. can talk for hours yeah. uh, on this more, but you know, when when I uh, when I first started caching up until I would say 2010, 12 or so, from 04 to about 10, um, you know, I was big in the numbers caching. That that was my biggest thing. I wanted to get as many as I could in a day. Um, you know, I was constantly doing power trails. I was you know, I was just racking up the numbers and that, and that's what I enjoy doing. And that's a lot, a lot of people enjoy doing. Um, and, right. and that's great. Um, that, you know, there's something in geocaching for everyone, um, which is awesome. Um, but, uh, but I always told, uh, people, um, as soon as I hit 10,000 fines and I found a cache in each of the 50 States, then I'm not going to be a numbers cacher anymore. And, uh, <laughs> and so, um, so I've hit 10,000 fines and I've done the lower 48. I still haven't gotten Alaska or Hawaii yet, but, uh, um, but you know, I've, I've veered away from doing the numbers caching now. And now my numbers is, is, is crossing off counties and, and it, you know, it, it just opens up a whole new world and, mm-hmm. and it, 
it just it's hard to explain until you've actually done it and you've actually gotten out off the beaten path and visited mm-hmm. Podunk County. Right. Um, <laughs> I, w- I won't repeat the county name that uh, that you found <laughs> that we talked yeah, about we before the show. We won't, right? talk, about we won't oh, talk about that one. But but you know those counties that are extremely rural that only have one cache or you know just you know there's there's one stoplight in the entire county that those are cool places yeah, and those are, are. those are places that you would not have visited had it not been for Absolutely. doing something a challenge like county caching you know it, it forces you to be selective on the caches that you choose and uh, and and I, you know i i love it it's so much fun <laughs> i could keep going on and on i know it's awesome charles yeah so you know it's it's one of those things that for me, I host an annual finishers event um, for Texas, um, yeah. for the Texas County finishers, um, by far the hardest state to, to complete its County challenge. And, um, uh, um, you know, um, Jesse and I've actually been able to get, we, cause you can go watch. And so um, yeah. Jesse and I have, have watched, have been to a couple of the finisher events and um, it is really fascinating and it's neat to see everybody wear their shirt. And uh, it's, it's, there is such a camaraderie and such a, um, I mean, it, it is very, in, in, it's very infectious to, to, to watch everybody get together. They got their shirt, they got their number and all that. And then if you would also Charles mentioned that this year, um, at this year's Texas challenge. And I encourage everyone to try to go cause the Texas challenge is always really cool is that, um, you've got something a little different th- for, that's going to happen this year as well. Yeah. So with the, uh, incoming, the new rules that have been, uh, in, in, instilled by Groundspeak for, um, side events around megas and gigas because the Texas challenge has for the last, uh, since 2010 for the last eight years been a mega event. Um, my event was always a side event after the main event of that. But now that they have changed some of the rules, you're allowed one kind of final event of the night after the completion of all of the mega event stuff that happens there. Um, the TXGA was kind enough to allow me to combine my the sixth annual event for my finishers reunion along with the block party that they're having in Seguin at the uh, Seguin County brewery that's there. And so they have graciously allowed me to combine my event with their block party event um, to kind of keep this going. Um, I'll talk with the big wigs down there in Texas when I'm there Um about what we're going to do with um, my event moving forward, right. um, whether we're going to move it to a, a different day, whether we're going to move it from, say, the Texas Challenge Mega event to uh, the fall event, uh, the Texas Roundup events. So we'll see. I've got some talking to do with some of the people who uh, run the Texas County Challenge um, Cash, mm-hmm. um, the Royal Order of the Lake. Um, they're the go. cash owners of it. So um so i'll get with those guys while i'm down there i'll get with the people for txga and we'll figure out what we're going to do but i'm glad that they are kind enough to allow me to continue this tradition for a sixth year 
um, and uh, allow me to combine it with their closing event, their block party event. And so, um, yeah, it's going to be a good time. It should be yeah. a good time. Bring your appetite and a, a thirst. The, <laughs> the adult beverages there are supposedly really good and all of the pizza joints in town deliver to the brewery. So oh, wow, there you go. There you have it. And then um, just some final final thoughts as we close out tonight. How, and quick question. Oh, how, many ahead, finishers, how many finishers is the uh, Texas County Challenge up to now? Uh, we just got number one, 178, I believe, is where we're at. Um, okay. Was that uh, – uh, I know some real good friends of mine, uh, Nashville Joe and Abby Scrammy, uh, just they, got it. Yeah, they, they've contacted me about it. There are two more finishers that have finished after them okay. that have signed it here um, recently um, in the last day or so. So um, – we're up to 178 to 179, somewhere in that ballpark um, right now, depending on how quickly uh, some of that stuff gets posted to either the cash page or to the uh, Facebook page that we have for them kind of varies, but we're up in the one upper one seventies right now for that. That's awesome. Yep. So oh, and a lot of that has to do with my event that, you know, when I started, I, my wife created me a shirt for, for me finishing and I wore it and somebody else was like, I want one of those. (laughs) And, you know, and I talked about, Hey, can I host a, a, an annual event for this? And it kind of just started as a whim and has snowballed into this. Eventually somewhere, somebody said it's going to turn into its own mega event. Um, It it is very cool. It is fun to see everybody and to hear the stories and, and the the way y'all uh, work everything as far as everybody, but all right, we got to wrap up tonight. So um, th- give us a couple final thoughts, Charles, and then we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. We gotta, we'll have a whole other show on this sometime. <laughs> hey, uh, you know, figure out where you're at. Get out there, do some looking for county caches. Um, you know, f- start local, work your way out, snowball out. Um, you know, depending on what your preference is, look for high favorite point mm-hmm. caches or high favorite point percentages. Um, you know, those will show you some of the quality caches in the area so that you don't get kind of bogged down um, by it. So, um, you know, it's a great way to see a vast majority of parts of states or areas in your home state, you know, that you may not have even known were was there. Um, being able to visit every county in a state, you know, is, is a huge accomplishment. And, um, I, you know, I know people who have lived 20 years in the state of Texas, um, that haven't gotten outside the Dallas Fort Worth area. Mm -hmm. So it's one way to visit everything that your state has to offer, um, or everything that another state has to offer. Um, Mm -hmm. so get out there. It's, you know, it's definitely not for everyone, but, give it a shot. You may, you may like Nate, it, it becomes infectious. You may get to where this is, this is what you live for geocaching wise at this point in your, you know, where you're at in geocaching. Right. Very good. All right. Well, um, upcoming shows as we've, we've mentioned earlier that next week, um, we've got the third annual, Podcast of Hope, uh, 4 p.m. to midnight. So please join us during that. And in two weeks, we've got Daniel Flieger on the show. Um, 
He's uh, runs. He's he's a geocacher um, by trade. Yeah, professional um, geocacher. He's a professional and literally professional. He gets paid city of Hanover and he does trips and he's got great stories. And uh, so that's um, on 12, nine and that's a 3 PM show by the way. So make note of that. And in three weeks, we're kind of TBD, Jesse. I'm trying to work out um, what you suggested. We've got something in the works. We've yeah. got something in the works. We've got two shows. Uh, we got. We always have one show ready, but I'm trying to work out uh, something. But anyway, stay tuned. Uh, we'll get you updates on that uh, f- when we have an update. So um, anyway, <laughs> well, again, uh, thank you guys so much. Um, we hope uh, you enjoy the show tonight. Email us your comments uh, at geocache talk at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us. Uh, Instagram geocache talk, one word, uh, Memphis mafia, in case you're wondering uh, and Facebook, facebook.com forward slash geocache talk. Show can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, tune radio, also Spotify, as well as the Geocast Talk website. Don't forget to click on the subscribe button and hit that bell to be notified, so that you can re- you can get reminded and uh, that the when when we're on because in two weeks it'll be a three p.m. show. So we you want to definitely get notified uh, of when we actually are on. We're typically on eight p.m. But um, you know, you want to be able to get notified and tell your friends about the show. Join us. Uh, definitely watch the show or join us in the chat room. Uh, we always leave a chat uh, link in case you're wondering. Kind of late now to tell you, I guess. But in the future, um, <laughs> on the on the Web page underneath there, there's a there's a chat link. So but we had a lot of people in the chat room tonight uh, enjoy their conversations and uh, questions and uh, that's always a fun time. And so until next week, don't just talk about geocaching. Go complete a county challenge and go geocaching. Good night, everybody. All right. Good night. Night. <laughs>